Hey everybody, welcome to the PowerCast, live with you every Tuesday night in the show. We have Eric Vasquez to your right, my left-hand side. A very nice. exciting show, the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Vasquez. We have a very special guest, a guy who's been known in the real estate industry as a mortgage broker for many, many years. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Nick Kazai, also known as Nick Kaz. A very nice guy, super smart. We're going to drill him with questions. And if you have any questions out there about getting a mortgage, anything to do with buying a house, do not hesitate. Please put your hand up, send the questions in. We'd love to answer them for you. So, Nick, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm Absolutely. excited about this. This is exciting. We want to make sure everybody knows how to get in touch with us and find us every week. We have many places to find us. First one is going to be YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in Team Powerhouse Real Estate, hit subscribe, and then make sure you watch us every week. We also have a replay on Saturdays. You're going to have a new edited version of this. Very cool. And now we're doing some shorts every week as well. A little three to five minute short on the podcast that we've been doing and some edited questions, yada, yada, yada. Check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google Podcasts. You have, let me help me out over here, Spotify. We have Anchor. Apple Podcast, Anchor. We are in so many different places. Are we, we are in Twitch. That's it? Just a couple to start <laughs> with, all right? So if you guys want us to be somewhere that you haven't found us yet, let us know. We'll make sure we're there as well. Every week, live with you. Very excited to have you. Nick, awesome to be with you today. So Nick Kazai, also known as Nick Kaz, is with Cardinal Financial Mortgages, an amazing company. You're going to learn a lot about over here, but let's first get to know Nick a little bit better himself. Nick, where are you from, buddy? So where am I from? I'm from, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Um, wow. Yeah, Cleveland, I did not Ohio. know that. Yeah, Cuyahoga County. Yeah. Very so, cool. uh, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, from where I'm living now in Shelton, Connecticut. So, before Shelton, so we you went from Cleveland to where? So Cleveland to Milford, okay. but now I'm in Shelton. Excellent. So, Very cool. Well, Cleveland to Shelton to Milford to Shelton. So Excellent. technically Shelton twice. And you are married? Married. Yep. Two what, kids. What's your wife's name? Uh, Natalie. Natalie. What a beautiful name. You know what's funny? My first crush. Was a Natalie. Yeah. Beautiful it's a name. Good name. Probably a beautiful girl. Just saying. Yes, yeah, very. And you have children? Yes, two beautiful little girls. Yeah. How old are they? Three and one. Hands Natalie, both. thank you Great. so much for letting yeah. him be here today. Hopefully, you're watching the show and don't hesitate to reach out and have questions for us as well. All right, Nick. Is Natalie so, from uh, Cleveland? She's from Shell. She's, she's from Shell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. When did you come here? Came here in 2016. 2016. From or no, two, yeah, 2016. From Cleveland. From Cleveland, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cleveland Browns fan? Diehard. Diehard Die hard Browns, Indian, or Guardians now. No um, Indians. And Cavaliers. <laughs> yeah. Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Big Steelers fan. All right. Um, so my next question is, where'd you go to school? You went to school in Cleveland? I went to school in Cleveland, uh, Padua Franciscan High School. So all your friends who are watching you here today, you want to shoot them a shout out? Yeah, what's going on? Anybody special you grew up with, you want to say, oh my God, oh my God, this is the guy you're going to be chasing out? Uh, not really. No. no. They, they know who they are, so. Awesome. You're not going to stick anybody out. Probably have some interesting memories there at Cleveland. Yeah, too many. Too many good ones. <laughs> ones. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Uh, Mayor's College. So that's where I met my wife, Natalie. Yeah. Great school. Mayor's College. And Mayor's College is in? Poughkeepsie, New York. Very good school. Yeah. And what did you major in there? I was a psych major. So a people person. 
That makes two of us second yeah. majors. Do you know what psychology, I tell people all the time, is the most foundational major you can major in when it comes to working with people? Right? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. Dealing with people on a daily basis, understanding their emotional and physical feelings yeah. that they're thinking about, what they're going through. Different personalities. 100%, all yeah. man. That's very cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and what was your first job out of college? Was doing mortgages. Is that right? Yeah, so 22 years old, I started in right Cleveland. Right out of the gate? Yeah, in Cleveland. Wow. Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, yeah. what did you say? I said right out of the gate. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. So I started at... Um, Started at Quicken Loans. No doing, kidding. Uh, strictly refis. Wow. Because it was a refi center there when mm -hmm. I started, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's very good to know. So how did you get into mortgages, basically? What, what was well, that? I just knew. So I played football in college at Marist. and um, position? Safety. Nice. Yeah, safety. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Um, but I knew, so contacts, just through people you know, right? Yes. That's kind of what it's all about. People, what it's not always what you know, it's who you know, too. So, 100%. Um, I... A buddy from mine that went to school met him and he was working at Quicken Loans and he brought me over and I was like, let's just try, let's see what this is all about. So I had to take my licensing and testing and all that stuff. So right out of school. And it was no better way to take a test after college, right? You've already done it. So. And hold on a second. Shit. Strong or free? Free. <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric's a big football guy, yeah. uh, AKA Steelers fan if I may say so still. And also a uh, big advocate of knowledge in football, as you say that. Is that well, fair to say? I didn't play college football, but. You didn't have to play college football. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny? Know the game. Some of the guys who are the most knowledgeable people yeah. in football never played the game, but are educated from a sideline standpoint of different plays and decisions. As a matter of fact, let me ask you a question. You're Eric. probably smarter than some of the people I played with, to be honest with you. <laughs> When it comes to it's football. possible. When it comes possible. to football. Yeah. But in, in football, sidebarring over here for a second, like how many coaches actually played football versus not played football today? A lot. Yeah. Did play or didn't play? A lot played. A lot, a lot yeah. played. But there's some good ones a that lot didn't played. play. Some of, the, some of the best coaches never played. Yeah. That's my point, though, right? So like, like I don't know. The new rock. Uh, Tom Landry never played football, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I had two coaches that never played football in college, and they were awesome. Yeah. Like, just knew the game. No, well, some coaches are motivators. Yeah. You know, they're more motivational than anything. Yeah. They're they're not really too too deep into the X's and O's. Yeah, and you always like want that. to have people with experience, but at the same time. So from right. football to mortgages, yeah. right? The game is on, yeah. and in this game of mortgages, there's a lot to learn for buyers, for agents, for the whole world out there. You know. Hold on, before we get any further, any football or mortgage questions out there? Yeah, anybody you has know? any questions before? While we're in the conversation on football, we could always ask those questions, of course. But if you have any questions about mortgages, more importantly, let them fire out because no matter who you are, no matter where you are in the business and in the, in the process, if you bought a house before, if you haven't bought one before, you want to get a mortgage, you want other process ideas, this is the guy you want to ask questions to, so you don't hesitate. We have people in the background over here. We have Thane, we have Jamie, we have Jonathan helping us out today, and we're excited to have them here as well. Um, all right, so how long have you been a mortgage broker for? So eight years, it would be eight or nine years. So 2015, I graduated in 14, June of 2014, and I got the job in June of 2000. So yeah, I mean, geez, nine years. Nine, but then I'm gonna tell you about this guy right here because nine years in the business, he's probably done more mortgages than people have done it in 20 years. Yeah. Um, you're not just a mortgage broker who's been in the business eight years. You've got, how many loans would you say you've done 
in the last eight years? And I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't prepare these mm. questions for you. Or how many do you think you do a year? How about that on average? On, uh, well, I mean, again, the last two years, as you know, has been crazy. But yes. on average, I would say 100, 125. That's right? quite a bit. That's a lot of mortgages yeah. for someone to do per year. Yeah. That's close to a thousand mortgages you've done in the last eight years. That Probably, would make yeah. you pretty knowledgeable in this business. And in the last eight years, you've seen a lot happen. Crazy. All right? Yeah, a lot happen. Every day you learn something new. Which makes yeah. you even more educated because you've seen from here to here to here in this business and how it's progressed. And you have to learn how to adapt to different challenges. People have been in the business who have been for 20 years ago, right, was way different than today. Go ahead. I bet you. No, I was just going to say. I bet you the guys that have been in the business 25, 30 years have said have will say that they've either learned more or have experienced more in the last two, three years no than they have in the previous 20, 25 years. Absolutely, no and that they're still doing it and able to function doing it and understand how fast things move. Yeah. With the laws and regulations and all different kind of things. Every week happening. something changes. Uh -huh. you know, every week and every day I feel like you learn something right. just from a unique situation. So the company you work for is Cardinal Financial. Yeah. Tell us about Cardinal Financial. Who are Cardinal Financial? Yeah, so Cardinal Financial, we're a direct lender. Um, and so what that means is we're funding our own money, right? So it's not a broker necessarily, but we can broker out different deals if we have to, right? If we have to get the job done, we'll, we'll broker it out. But a direct lender, so we're not a bank, we're not a brokerage. Um, we're, there's no middleman with us that's just directly through us. Our own underwriting, processing, all that's to run done through Cardinal Financial. Um, and we also are a servicer, so oh, wow. something that's been new to what I'm used to doing, right? I mean, we've never, I've never had a mortgage company that I work with that was services alone. Um, Servicing alone means so we hold the mortgage. So you're making payments to Cardinal Financial, so which is huge. Which is huge for multiple reasons, right? I mean, they're going to be you're going to be my picture goes out on the closing statement every month that they get, or not even closing statement, the billing statement that mm -hmm. they get. And if they have mortgage questions, if they are looking to refinance, if they're looking to buy another house, my face is in their face at all so times. So they either so love nice. or hate you very much. Yeah. So that's, again, that's why it's key to be good at what you do and know what you're doing because otherwise they're going to, it can right. be very bad. For but you. your information is there every time they have to make every a time. payment, yeah. right? They have questions about, you just said, refinancing yeah. in the future. Things are happening wild and crazy in this market here now. So it's important to understand while the rates are high, the good and the bad is if you can afford a house today, you're going to be able to afford a house a lot more later on because the rates are going to come down and then you'll refinance and basically get like a little increasing your pay every month because your mortgage payment is less. Yeah. Now, where's well, uh, Cardinal based out of? Uh, North Carolina. No, North okay. Carolina, North Carolina. Carolina, yeah. So we are the, we have like a tri-state area branch, right? New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. We right. are actually the first Connecticut branch that, that opened up just in January. So, we, so Which we speaks volumes of you and your team. To put the trust in, in us, yeah. Right, in order for them to be able to say, we're gonna open a branch up with these guys they are a group of people who are really educated in this business because they're backing you and you're backing them. Yeah. And that just, again, exemplifies who Nick and his team are when it comes to mortgages. Yeah. Um, let's go into where are they based out of? We talked about what is your favorite part about being in this business? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, there's so much to it, right? The biggest thing I think is, is allowing people, I mean, this is going to sound corny, but giving the people to, to live the American dream. I mean, really to own, to own a house is like crazy, right? When I was getting out of college, it's like, it's like, there's no way, you know, you got student loans, you never think you're gonna <coughs> buy a house. When you do, it's that exciting. And when you get 
again, my business is all based off of referrals. So when you help somebody get into a house that they never thought they would get into or didn't even realize they could afford, there's no nothing more rewarding than them, you know, just thanking you. It's the Speaking thank you name. goes, yeah, just talking to you, giving your name out to other people like, hey, he really helped me out, you know. So that, in my eyes, is my favorite part is just getting that thank you, like you helped me do something I never thought I was going to be able to do. Is there a you, question up there, Jamie? Or? Okay. And again, guys, if you have any questions out there regarding mortgages, the process, what's involved in it, maybe you're looking to buy a house, maybe looking to refinance a house, any questions along those lines, please feel free to reach out to us. We got Instagram, we got Twitter, we got Facebook over there, YouTube. I think your wife might be watching us today. I think so. She's she might even have a question If also. she's not picking up the kids, I don't know. If she's not picking up the kids, yeah. of course, too. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go to the next question. How long does it take to fill out a mortgage application for a buyer? Yeah, so it really, it depends on how they want to do it, right? I mean, we could do it in person, which could take a little bit longer, right? You're getting to know each other, you're having little side conversations. Yes. Or, which could take about 30 minutes, right? Not even. Right. Um, we could do it over the phone. Again, that could take 15 minutes, not even. Or they can do an online application, which could take 20 minutes, right? So relatively, it's not long at all, by any means. Very commonly, what we do as agents is we talk about Nick, what an amazing guy is, how he's gonna take great care of you, introducing you as the person of knowledge and expertise and comfort. We send you an email with his information, you click on a link, and then from there, it takes you to the mortgage application. So when it comes to a mortgage application, you know, some of the questions they ask are probably name, date of birth, yeah, social. Just the, yeah, the basics, right? We want to get an idea of what your income looks like, what your credit looks like, what debts you have on the credit report, um, getting an idea of what you have in the bank for assets and, and all that type of stuff, right? So it doesn't take, it's, it's basic information that you'll know where you don't have to kind of dig in and like look for documents or anything like that. Right. Speaking of documents, let's talk about those because yeah. Depending on the kind of mortgage you're getting, may depend on what kind of documents you may need for getting a mortgage. Yeah. So what kind of documents are involved in getting a mortgage? Pretty simple. I mean, W-2. Well, depending on the type of work, right? If you're self-employed and tax returns are involved, right? Yes. Um, and then, but if you're just a W-2 employee, hourly employee, W-2s, pay stubs, bank statements. How many now, each mortgage may be different, or maybe I'm not correct in saying this correctly, but... As far as the kind of mortgage you go to, how many years W-2 do you typically need for a buyer? Typically two years, so just the last two years. Except if they're coming out of college, got a job, yeah. so they don't have the W-2s, how does that you work? You can just get an offer letter. So if you're getting, if you got a job and you're just like, hey, an offer letter, um, here it is, I'm making $60,000 a year, we can use that. Gotcha. Right? That's pretty amazing yeah. stuff. So like you come out of college, you're thinking, how am I going to buy a house? I mean, I just got my first job. I haven't even got my first paycheck yet. Can I buy a house? The answer is yes. Yeah. Having that offer letter, you're gonna have at least one bank statement. I'm sorry, one pay stub. Or yeah, it was typically as long as you're gonna have one pay stub to just make sure that it's legit, right? right I mean, of just because you're not drawing up in this today's world, right? Yes. Somebody could draw up an offer letter yes. if they want But typically, one pay stub to show that it's legit. But um, so it's not like you need multiple six months of pay stubs. No. So we have possible W-2s for two years typically. 
if they've been out of work, been in work for one year, so one year W2 work, if they, yeah. or they just come into the business. Offer letter, offer letter, you know, pay stub, something like that. Bank yeah. statements. Bank statements, yeah, now, typically two months. Two months bank statements, and that would be like one cycle when they say two months, is that two cycles? 60 days. 60 days. 60 days worth, if it could be a transaction history, a 60 day transaction history. And sometimes you may be buying a, a house with a significant other, and that person may or may not have separate bank accounts. So depending where all the money is being held. It could be in multiple accounts, right? Which, you know, makes it a little bit more documentation wise that right. you gotta collect. But um, again, if it's all in one account, then it's just 60 days. But if it's different accounts and you just give us different accounts. Of each account, yeah, basically. Account, yeah. Okay. And when you have the money to buy a house, we need to make sure that house money is not under a mattress. Or a safe, yes. That prop, that money needs to be somewhere where it's documented. So, like, for example, if you have money now that's in the mattress or safe area, you need to start putting that money into the bank. Is yes. that fair to say that out yeah, loud? Season Are for we six... legally allowed to talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, so... season for 60 days. I tell my clients it's a season for 60 days. If you're looking to buy a house, start putting it in the account now because, again, you might not find a house for 60 days, but by that time, it's already season. And all that money that you have in the safe or in your mattress probably is money you worked and made money from a job, right? But you felt like maybe you couldn't trust the bank to put the money there because your grandparents did the same thing. But the difference is today, you have to have that money seasoned. Yeah, and the reason for that, yeah, just because the most common thing that we see on the mortgage side that people don't realize is large deposits, right? And 25% of your income, which kind of screws up the mortgage process like they're like oh here's the bank statements we have sixty thousand in the bank we get an offer accepted that we see the bank statements like there's three large deposits here. Right. what's going on you know, yeah, right like, what's going on come from exactly yeah, right so that's one of the most common things we see people you know that causes somewhat of a not an issue but questions that the lenders are going to bring up yeah. i've heard before people have to go back and get those copies of checks from away yeah. You just got married, right? Yeah. You got all this money, cash, you got checks, and you're yeah. shoving it all into the bank because you're excited. How does that work? Well, it's the same thing, right? I mean, as long as you can document it, that's what we say. As long as there's a paper trail, yes. we're okay. But like, again, weddings, some people give you cash. Yes. So you gotta put that in. We're gonna ask for right, what was this large cash deposit? Can we say that Grandma Joe, or I'm sorry, Grandpa Joe and Grandma Sue, they gave us this money. Do they have to go back and ask for their bank statements at all? or? Are you going to be okay with the cash deposit? Well, that would be a gift, right? If someone's going to gift you that, then you're okay with that. Then you just get a gift letter, and the your grandmother or whoever is going to write you a gift, you know, letter, a gift amount, whatever. More the is. people today than ever before are getting gifts, and it's important to be thankful for those gifts because those gifts are a gift from those people who love and care about you. That saving money, that special day for you to buy a house, yeah. and if you have that opportunity to get a gift from somebody. You want to make sure the process of getting that gift is done correctly. So just go back for a second into a gift letter, what's involved in that. Yeah, so I, we always tell people don't do it before you talk to the mortgage for us. Don't right? take the yeah. money until you speak to Nick. Yeah, this yeah. way he can make sure that grandma, grandpa, sister, brother, whatever that person is. Yeah, because there's, there's a right way that we want to do it so it's less documentation, less worry, less questions, right? For now, if Uncle Joey, right, from New York, right? <laughs> wants to give you the 50 G's, yeah. right? Does that money need to come a certain way? Uh, right? Depends on what type of loan, right? <laughs> yeah. Depends on what type of loan. Yes. New Yorker um, sucks. Conventional is <laughs> different than FHA and VA, but right. depending on it, sometimes you don't, you know, FHA, you want to see it in his account for 30 days. Yes. Conventional, 
technically don't need to see it in his account, right? I'm but putting it in a spot. Yeah, no, no, you're right good. Over. You're good. Mom, you're good. I'm sorry. No, you're good. It's just there's certain there's different. <laughs> we could dive into that. Like there's so many different ways to approach that. Yes. You just want to handle it the right way. The answer is you need to speak to speak, speak to Nick before us, yes. you start making any yeah. kind of moves. So, question: Does it's only a bank account count as assets? No. So you can pull out of your four hundred one k retirement. Okay. You know, and whatever. what if what if somebody says, "Well, I don't have a lot of cash, but um, I can I can be liquid, where I can let's say I can sell some of my stocks or bonds or something like that." So as long as it's all paper trail, right? Okay. So as long as you can do that, crypto is now something you were talking about, yeah, right? Crypto. We've seen some of that, right? Absolutely. As long as you have a statement, it's all paper trail. We're mm -hmm. able to do, it, right? It's just again, cash cash on the mattress. Just cryptocurrency is going to be, I think, a big play in this over the next couple of years. Personally, having gotten involved into crypto, we're going to get more people on the show about crypto. We can have some fun in crypto as well. If you have a question about crypto, you want to bring somebody out about crypto, we'll get crypto out in here also. But anyway, go back to Nick. Sorry, I had crypto uh, again. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> crypto six times yeah. in the yep. So Nick, the whole idea is to make sure you prepare correctly so we don't make mistakes that we're going to have later on. That's going to be disaster because then it causes a pause or impossibility to get a mortgage for yeah. at least a few months yeah the, so having that money seasoned is big is big yeah um all right great how much can you season over 60 days good question as much as you want really yeah i mean but the banks have certain right isn't nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars can only deposit or then well, that's that's why uh, I was we're asking. Talking about a different doesn't, world. doesn't the bank so you, have kind of like um, yeah? So they you typically like triggers want to do it like hey every right. other you know day or something like that because right. otherwise they're gonna think you're know, money laundering, which is a whole different topic. One right, right, exactly. <laughs> one of the biggest things about the house. Yeah. One of the biggest things about Nick that you need to know is how to get in touch with him. And I'm not sure if we have his contact information on the screen for you yet, but we're gonna make sure that you have it. So let's make sure that everybody has your cell phone number. Now, what's great about Nick is he gives you a cell number to call him. You're not calling 1-800 number. You're not going to speak to 14 different people before speaking yep. to Nick. You're going to get a cell number for him, and that's the difference between going to Nick and your bank. We as mortgage, um, sorry, we as realtors let you work with mortgage brokers that actually give a cell number to you, build a relationship with you, that you can pick them up and call them. You can text them. Morning, yeah. noon, and night, and, and weekends. weekends. Yeah, it does not matter. Again, we have to be available. One of the biggest parts about us, let's go with the phone number first. Well, oddly enough, I, I reached out to Nick, what was it, about three, three, four weeks ago. And you were, you, you just got off a plane. Yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said, I said, you know, he goes, what do you got going on? I said, well, I got the blah, 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 blah. So um, I, I, I think it was an hour, an hour and a half, out of pre-approval uh, pre for my folks. The, the from Florida. But the difference between, again, going with Nick as a mortgage broker, he's like your family member, your brother, your sister, your best friend. He's the guy that's going to make this opportunity for you happen. But you're not getting that from Rocket. Absolutely. No. And you have to be available. And, and texting, I think, is so easy and simple to where it, don't be afraid to reach out at any time. If people are like, oh, it's a weekend. But... Yeah, I mean, your, your wife is very sensitive to the situation. She knows, yeah, she Because knows, it's what we knows. do for a job. Yeah. Let's go to your cell number, please. Let's get that out to everybody. All right, 203. 203-443-443-8025. 8025-8025. <laughs> and what about an email address for you? Uh, it would just be nick, so N-I-C-K dot 
Kazai, K-A-S-Z-E-I, at cardinalfinancial.com. Beautiful. Yeah. And we need that repeated at all? Are we good? All right, beautiful. That should pop up and, on your screen. And say habla espanol. And say habla espanol. Well, you have uh, Spanish speaking. We have Spanish speaking yep, as well. Yeah. Vanessa. Vanessa and Jose. And Jose. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Great team. This team is bar none one of the most impressive people to meet in the mortgage industry. I'm telling you on this because we have a big following in Peru. Yeah. So. And we're licensed Argentina, in uh, Peru, Mexico. We have a huge following. We are licensed in all 50 states. That's pretty so cool. So I'm licensed in Florida and Connecticut. But my team, we have all 50 states of need. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So if you're moving to Florida, if you're moving to Texas, you're moving to California. When are you going to get your license in Florida? We're going to work on that, Eric. Okay. You need to help me get that one taken care of. I'm going to work on that slowly. It's reciprocal. It's All you got to do is just take the test. I've got to get that. I've got to get that. You don't have to take a class. you got to do is take the test. <laughs> Coming to you soon. Dave in Florida. With a tan. With, With a, a tan. tan. <laughs> um, that being said, um, do you service your own loans? And you mentioned this before, actually. Yeah. So, so we do service When it comes to servicing your loan, let's go into that a little more because I'm not sure if everybody really understands that. So basically, you are your own bank, kind of, sort of. Yeah, so we, they make the payments to us, right? So it's not, it's not like we're, they, it's not two months go by and then it's like you get a letter in the mail, oh, you're paying Chase now, or you're right. paying, you know, bank, Every, or new res, res, or, yeah, whatever. The servicer. It's funny because when you try to call, if I have, I have new res or you may, you call these companies, it's the worst experience in the world. Yeah. You're calling up, you get this person, you get that person, it's like you get a bunch of chickens and take it to a rooster. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why they can call me. They, forever. Yeah, they can call me and I just can, I mean, I, I'm not the servicing department, but right. I can get you in contact quicker than right. if you were to call. You know, all your all resources are now your branch office. Now, it doesn't matter where your branch office is, but your branch office is located where? In Monroe. In Monroe. Yeah. So what happens is everything basically is right there. All your your machines, your computers, your your all your information, yeah, everything, yeah. your Everybody. team. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So when you need something, you basically, hey, Rachel, right? Yeah, Rachel's around the corner. Thing. Yeah, it's even with the processor, my processor, right? And even with underwriting, it's not, I don't have to email somebody and wait 24 hours. I pick up the phone. I Zoom message somebody and they're getting back to us really quickly. So if I don't know the answer, right, I'll reach out to somebody that possibly does. And now you've got every type of loan under the sun available yeah. to people. And let's, oh, well, I was going to ask that yes. question. Uh, just real quick, if you could explain the difference between conventional, CHAFA, and FHA. Yeah, and so, VA. Yeah, so there's so many, I mean, USDA, that we can go in. There's oh, yeah, so many USDA. different types of loans. Yeah. Right? Conventional is a standard, you know, the way you look at conventional is, it's all based off of everybody's profile, right? Everybody's application, right? They have good credit, you know, good down payment, good money in the bank. You're probably going to give it a better rate, better program, better mortgage insurance on conventional than you would with FHA. Um, and FHA is more so if you don't think you have the best credit, right? Don't be scared because we do credits up to 500. So, that's so wait a minute. Just, he said it so quickly. Yeah. He does a credit. <laughs> now, everybody goes, I always ask questions, how's your credit? And the question is going to be either, oh, my credit's not so great. Well, what's not so great? Or what's really good? Or what's really bad? Nobody understands what that means. And to every different part of the industry, that could be different. Yeah. You want to get a car loan, what your credit is there versus buying a house is completely, completely different. different. Yeah, completely so different. you can actually do a, a, a mortgage at 500 credit score. Yeah. Boom. Mind blowing right there. 500 credit score. You have yeah. to be like... Um, 
I mean, there's com there's compensating factors, right? With right. every type of loan, but you've got to have we can do it. Good reasons for that 500 credit score, I'm guessing. Yes, but a lot of we do see a lot. I mean, the biggest thing what we see on that is divorce, right? I was I mean, just that's the divorce. biggest thing you see when you have a lower credit. Like they just get in a bad spot or had a bad year, and it's like not that they don't qualify. They just got their credit got banged Hammers. up in the in the divorce. In the process, yeah. Right. So 500 credit scores as a minimum would be an FHA purchase. That would be FHA. Yeah. So FHA is going to give you up to 620. So 620 and below, or I should say, yeah, 619 and below technically would be FHA. What's, so you can do still do FHA above that though. You can do still do FHA above that. You can go, if you have 800 credit, you can still do FHA. It's really just depends on what you're looking for. I mean, if you're looking for a lowest down payment, you could do potentially CHAFA, which is down payment assistance. Right. You could do FHA, which is three and a half percent down. Um, conventional, yeah. you could do 3% down yeah, yeah, as a first-time home buyer. So yeah. credit plays a role as to what kind of loan you're getting in. Guys, if there's any questions you have, a great time to ask. But again, you can always reach out to Nick directly too if you have questions. I mean, we have a ton of people watching right now, and I don't want to miss anybody's questions, but don't feel, feel free to always reach out to Nick later on as well. Yeah. Um, going back into the mortgages, you just mentioned the FHA, CHAFA, uh, F CHAFA, and CHAFA is FHA, VA, VA. CHAFA conventional, USDA. Yeah, right? there's so much. I mean, USDA so is no money down, right? Yeah, it's a, it's in a, you got to be a qualified area to do it, right? But right. Um, it's yeah. still 0% down. I mean, there's different, and that's another thing, right? We could go, we could talk about this all day. Right. Yeah. There's different debt to income ratios with those loans, right? Where FHA and VA can go higher, conventional is a little bit lower, and then yeah. USDA is a little bit lower than that. But it's all based off of everyone's situation. So you need to reach out to Nick, yeah. ask the right questions. Therefore, you can have the right answers, and we will not have any kind of problems whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. There was a little facial camera thing over here. But um, if there's a question out there, please ask it. And I have all these questions written down, trying to get through quickly. Um, how many programs and products do you have? We talked about that. How quickly can you refinance after buying a house? So that's ties into servicing the loan, right? So because we service the loan, if you close on the house and two months or three months go by, we'll refinance it with so no the cost. Rates, also, the boom, the rates yeah, come down. With no cost. You get a little money extra in your pocket, yeah. get a lower interest rate. Yeah. No cost, that, no appraisal. cost. No, well, the only out-of-pocket expense really would be the appraisal. Right. You still have attorney's fees. Connecticut's an attorney state, so you still have attorney's fees, so you still have title fees. But that's rolled into the mortgage, right? So you really nothing out of pocket besides the appraisal. If depending on the time frame, you might not even have to have one. I was just going to yeah. ask. Like, so it depends. You know, on, if it's six months later, yeah, is, you might not, appraisal still be necessary. Yeah, you might not have months. to have one depending on the file. I have one last question before we end this because yeah. it's been flying by, and you're killing it with the information over here. I'm having a great time, <laughs> but you know what happens is. I want these people to contact you directly. I want them to have a chance to build that relationship with you because you are everything in this business, right? But what is the biggest misconception when buying a home? Do you have a question out there over there? Is there a question? No, just telling you I'm putting stuff on. Okay. What is the biggest misconception when buying a home? It's you have to have great credit, 20% down. You have to have excellent credit. You have to have great so it's money. Not it's, true. It's not true. Again, you don't. Like I said, 500 credit scores. You can go up. You know, again to. On the VA, sometimes it's 60% debt-to-income ratio. It really just depends. So you might be able to get into the house before you think, right? Be right. Before you realize that, hey, you qualify for this mortgage. The biggest thing I tell people is just, if you have any questions, just call me. I'll tell you. It doesn't take me long. Again, 15 minutes to take an application. 
to see what you qualify for. And people get so scared of that. One of the most important things is if you're planning on buying a house in the next three, six, nine, 12 months, or even longer, talk to him today because what happens is most people have homework to do on their credit. And if you get yourself prepared in advance of getting yourself qualified, what's gonna happen is you're gonna be able to get your credit up and better before the time is right, giving you a better chance to get a better rate, better experience, and a much smoother process. Yeah, but you also may uh, may be aware of programs that aren't out right yeah. now, but are coming out like the summer, yeah. like like time to own. Yeah, exactly. Which will, will, which which, will be refunded yeah. back in the summer, I think. Correct. Yeah, it's a good it point. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also again, we have credit repair people in place to where we can get your if your credit is down and we need to get it to a certain level, we can get it there. TikTok Nation, we know that you have a lot of people who need credit repair. Let's make sure you get in touch with Nick. Yeah. Why are you Nick singling out TikTok Nation? Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube. You said TikTok Nation, we know you have a lot of people who because need credit I, repair. I'm going to tell you something. It's funny you mentioned because we have a lot of young people that have gotten into the business of getting credit messed up. And a lot of people on TikTok are younger. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but a very realistic way. Sure. And then they don't. They have all these misconceptions of, oh, I'll go right. Yeah. Today the rent is an absolute Crazy. nightmare. Yeah, but they, they just, I think somebody passed the law somewhere where renting now counts uh, with your credit score. I haven't seen that on yeah. credit report. Is that a new thing coming out? I think so, yes. I don't know I if it was a state it, specific or if it's well, a national they, thing, but they make shout out time payments impacts your credit score. Yeah. Well, they've also got to yeah. show that they're how, how they pay. cash. I don't know. Right, how they're paying, if they're paying with check, if they're paying with Venmo, they're paying yeah. with whatever they're doing. Yeah, I don't know if the landlord's going to have to report it to the credit bureaus or whatever, but oh, very there, good was, there was something the that came out a couple months ago. The landlord's going to love that. <laughs> All right, yeah. everybody. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thanks we have, for having Our me best guys. part Thank of you. our show is the last part of the show, and you guys are... No? The end of the show is the best part of the show? Well, it's not the best part. <laughs> no, the guest is the best part the of the show. But we have a really cool part course. coming up. I get it, I get it, I get well, it. Well, we guests, give away the mug? They wait till the, the end because they want tumbler? to know who's going to be the lucky winner of a brand new tumbler. You're actually going to tumble just like this. Is they this come water? in. What's Because you filled it up. I didn't no, trust you. That's got water this it's time. Water? Yes. I hope it's water. Um, you're going to get the option of a fluorescent pink, mm -hmm. hot pink, or black tumbler in this style right here. It's a beautiful tumbler made by Heather Knotts, Creative Crash by Heather. Um, and we're going to go to the wheel right now and spin that wheel. And let's see who the winner's going to be. Winner of the wheel is... Is it spinning? It is still spinning. Okay. It's still spinning. Still spinning. We're having a technical difficulty with the wheel. This must be a very mm -hmm. special mm -hmm. winner. Every episode there's something. It really <laughs> wants us to decide. All right, do the honors. Astros.5776-PT. Right. From TikTok. All right, TikTok. TikTok. Nice. Astros, listen, make sure you reach out to us. You have our contact. You know how to get in touch with us. You can always email, text, or phone call. Here's my phone number just to reach out to me, 203-671-7062. Let's get you on the wheel so you can be a chance to win every week. We thank you so much for joining us every week. It's Tuesday night. Having some fun over here. Nick Kazai from Cardinal Mortgage, Cardinal Financial Mortgage. Eric Vasquez, yeah. the just, legendary. Just, just messing with the Browns fan over yeah. here. That's yeah. all. So. You guys got our number. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us again. We love having you guys every week. We love being a part of your lives. 
And remember, take this podcast, listen to the ride, share it with your friends and family. If you know somebody looking at a mortgage, this would be a great chance for you to introduce them to Nick Kazai from Cardinal Financial Mortgage. Thank you guys, everybody, very much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you.